0: you're listening to the vocal fry podcast your weekly dash of voice science pedagogy and pop culture coming to you from vormir may black widow rest in peace
1: vocal fam how you doing out there in in uh, in, in uh, Vocal Fam land? Are you teaching yet? I think you're all teaching by I feel now. I like think everybody is. I think even except the Pacific Northwest.
2: Oh, the okay, Pacific, not them.
1: The Pacific Northwest generally does not start until next week, or the week after. Wild. Wild. <laughs> Why? Everybody, I think everybody else is back to school by now and uh, kind of living their, their uh, arts organizations have started their seasons. People yeah. are rehearsing. People are teaching. People are doing their things. We have a wonderful guest with us this mm-hmm. week. We've been trying to get this episode organized for a year now, and it's my fault for not getting it organized before now. Uh, we have Laura Strickling, a fantastic singer with us, uh, and we're going to hear all about her career and her 40 at 40 project and, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So, Laura, welcome to Vocal Fry.
0: Hello, yes. I'm so happy to be here.
1: Um, I, I had spoken to Laura when we were all in Chicago for National uh, a, a year ago about coming on the show, and 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 uh, mm-hmm. and and if you remember me talking about my 2022 Vocal Fam, it was a hot mess. So here we are. <laughs> it took us a while, but yeah, but but but, but 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 here we are. So Laura, you know, as, as with all our guests. Everybody's path in the arts is unique. Um, tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got from wherever you started to wherever you
0: are now. Tell us, tell us the journey. Well, there's, it, there's kind of this um, odd dichotomy of absolute cliche and mm-hmm. absolutely like no one else, a uh, oh, path wise. So, you know, I, I, my father was a pastor, so I grew up singing in church, which is a very common story. Uh, I yeah. went to college. Um, as a voice major uh, at the Moody Bible Institute in Chicago and of course I didn't know what it meant to be a singer like what does it mean to have a career in singing so I did exactly after after undergrad I did exactly what you know I knew was the next step, which was go to get a master's at the Peabody sure. Conservatory in Baltimore. Oh. And then I knew I was supposed to get into a young artist program because that's the next thing. Right. Of course. And um, <laughs> but uh, I, you know, I did some auditions and I didn't get anything. And I was at a loss. Like, what do you do? Like, if that doesn't work out immediately, then what do you do? And uh, my husband was starting law school uh, in uh, Georgetown. So we were moved to D.C., and I got a job because I needed to put him through law school at the um, National Office for Arts Accreditation. So I was the accreditation specialist for NASM for two years. The National and then Association
1: my, of Schools of Music for yeah. those of you not in the academy. <laughs>
0: um, and then my husband got this grant to study um, Arabic in Morocco. So okay. he was like, do you want to stay because you've got a great job? Like at that point, I had not been singing for two years at all, no, you know nothing and i was you know he this is this is a career for you do you want to stay here and i was like um excuse me i am going to morocco to study yeah. arabic for a year because obviously so oh, we yeah. i left that job yeah. that i thought was going to be like my career for the rest of my life and we moved to morocco and studied arabic for a year and it was amazing it's the one year of my life i think i would relive if i could um have, and then we came- out
1: of curiosity do you still have friends in morocco
0: I do. It's was, been. Was, I mean, was that where the yeah. earthquake
1: was recently? Yes.
0: Well, and and in in we did we lived in Fez. Okay. So um, Fez was not as hard hit. It oh, was kind okay. of okay. further okay. south. Okay. 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 Um. So no one we know was affected. But yeah, okay. absolutely, it was hard to watch the news last week. Sorry um, to interrupt you.
1: I I just yeah thinking of the more recent events of the world.
0: Yeah, well, and and you're gonna find out that like I, we have a lot of these kind of uh, world events that uh, kind of hit home personally um, sure. in our life. <laughs> I feel that. Um, sure.
2: I feel that. But we,
0: um, so we got back from Morocco, and my hu- and I said, you know, I, I, NASM asked me if I wanted to come back, and I, oh. and I looked at my husband and I said, you know, should I do that? And he was like, you know, you were always supposed to be a singer. I think you should be singing. And I was like, but I haven't taken a voice lesson in three years. Like, I can't just be a singer again. I still don't know how to get a career as a singer. Same problem as before, right?
1: Wait, wait, you are saying Uh, (laughs) that academia didn't teach you how to have a career?
0: Shocking. No. Shocking. I've never heard that But interestingly, you know what I did, was working for an ASM for two years. Um, I gained the like business knowledge and kind of how to be a human on the planet at age 24 (laughs) to 26 how to how to conduct myself in the business world and, and network and and kind of write a work email, a business email, like all of these things I learned on this it's job for two skills. years. Yeah, crazy. Right. That it would be useful. And um, I knew it would be really hard and I wasn't certain it would work out, but I knew it, I would be happier if I at least started taking voice lessons again. I found a wonderful teacher in D.C. named Elizabeth Daniels. And she was of the opinion that like everyone should be doing competitions it's really good for you it gives you goals to work hmm. towards and so i just started doing competitions and i didn't have any gigs when you haven't sung for three years you can't get auditions because sure. people want a letter of recommendation and the people who recommend don't know what you've been up to for three years so huh. i just started doing competitions because as long as i sent a check in an application they would hear me Did yes. and <laughs> wow. and and kind of you know everything just gonna laugh about
1: that for a minute yep mm-hmm.
0: yeah well and then that's kind of the irony right like an audition will take your check and cash it but not hear you but a competition. Yep. We'll
1: hear you. <laughs> okay, now we are calling out the Young Artist Program industry, VocalFam, uh, in case you're wondering. Sorry,
0: sorry. <laughs> no, <it's> all right. <laughs> and again, this is like, what, 2009, Yeah, some, some
1: companies have come around on that that one a little bit, but others have not. So anyway, all right, yes, yeah. fair this
0: is, you know This is like a little over 10 years ago. Oh, it's
1: definitely the culture so. you and I grew up in, <laughs> in in this business, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure.
0: For
2: sure. Say a lot of it hasn't changed. It,
0: it, it, Yay. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> progress um so i did these competitions i started doing well in these competitions um so you would either get you know kind of money that would help you pay for your voice lessons pay for your coachings help you just encourage you to keep going sure. uh me me i always hate it when people say you in interviews because this was me uh, i'd encouraged me to keep going <laughs> and um and then i um met people so i got a gig as part of the winnings and then they would hire you know I, I would work really hard to do a good job and then they would hire me back so that started turned into yes. more work or someone would hear me do that gig and hire me for their gig, um or just um like so at one engagement uh or one competition uh i met rosemary heiler Ritter, who's the who's in charge of songfest yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and sure she song fest. Yeah. invited me to songfest and i um went that one summer went back the second summer the second summer I also went to the Ravinia Song Festival oh, and sure. then then I went to the next summer I went to Tanglewood for two consecutive summers cool. and just these kind of um you know these 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 very song focused or chamber music focused experiences that just kind of solidified what I'd always kind of known which was that like I I belong like this is this is what really fills my soul and like feeds me as an artist is this is this very um, kind of small-scale music making, one-on-one, yeah. four-on-one, like with a, a chamber group. Um, opera is awesome and I love doing it as much as I can, but there's just something wonderful about having more agency as as an artist, mm-hmm. uh, being able to make more choices oh. and not have them dictated to you. Um, and so I just, I, I really kind of, that's that's really kind of how the ball started rolling. and. Um, You know, lo and behold, no one's more surprised than I am that, you know, about 12 years later after I returned from Morocco. And then in the middle there, of course, uh, my husband moved to to Afghanistan to start a law school at the American University of Afghanistan. And again, he was like, do you want to come or do you want to stay? And I was like, I feel like at this point I've won probably a lot like a good a good amount of competitions. And this was like 2011, I think. And I was like, if I go this time, I'm not going to get it back. I'm yeah. going to have to, I'm going to have to just say, this is, you know, this is actually more important. And actually I think I can imagine a life where like I went and it would have been wonderful. Um, but instead I stayed functionally, I stayed and kept singing. Um, and my husband moved there. He was there for three years and I visited him eight times. Shortest visit was four days the first time, cause I was terrified. And then I realized it wasn't as bad as I worried it would be. And then the last, yeah. like the last few times I was there for three, two, three months at a time. So, um, I didn't live there full time, but I definitely, um, Got the experience (laughs) over those three years Um, and and kept being a singer. So I would go between gigs and somehow no one's more surprised than me that here I am, you know, 12 years later still being a singer. Yes.
1: You know, I I think it's so important for our um, younger generation of singers to realize that. The. The idea of one of the things that I remember being kind of told, you know, thought about in in school and like when we were doing undergrad and grad school and whatever was like this idea that if you were not like a jet setting opera singer, you were a failure in this business. And that was like the singular path. You had to go to graduate school. You had to do a young artist program. You had to blah, blah, blah. And then you blah, blah, blah. And you got an agent and blah, blah, blah. And that was it. And, you know, I I, I think one of the, the beautiful things that we need more people telling their stories about, well, this is how I manifested in my own way my little corner of the arts world and how I've made a path through this. Yeah. You know, rather than it just like them thinking that their only path is if they do not become a Merrill, a young artist. And get into the Ryan Center. That 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 is that is. It. They they have no other opportunities. So I'm so glad to hear you share you know these perspectives because, gosh, I want our students to be thinking of more flexible ways that they can be an artist.
2: Well, and I even love like just that you know stepping away for several years where you said like you didn't even you weren't singing, at all really. That that doesn't mean it's just oh it's all over. Oh it's what it, like no we we all have to kind of follow our own path, figure out our own way,
1: so you were saying with the idea that that you know you kind of um have found i I loved what you said that you found more agency uh in making decisions about the kind of music that you're that you're singing um uh wh- Talk a little bit more about that. Expand upon that. How did you how did you realize that? Was it working with specific collaborators? Was it realizing? Just you know, speak to that a little bit
0: more. Certainly, working with different collaborators has been a lot of it because you know you, you make relationships with different pianists, and you see who you create these kind of like unspoken bonds with. Of, yeah. of you know, yeah. you don't have to spell everything out. It's just the music happens and if the if you stop you don't have to explain why you stopped you both know why you stopped and you keep and you go back and do it again and it's right the second time you know there's this there it, there's this um this beauty in collaboration that matters a lot to me and I think part of that is that I just really love people I love hearing their stories I love mm. um you know just I I think people are in, inherent it's just like like so interesting i want to know what everybody's about and so i um i love that because i um get to travel for what i do i get to meet you know people I see I frequently in homestays, I get to get to know the homestay people and I get to know the choir people if it's a, uh, an oratorio gig or whatever, like I'm, you're always going to find me at the choir dinner afterwards, because I want to hear, you know, I want to see, I want to meet them and get to know them. And I just think like, because these people have dedicated their, their free time to making music with other people that may, that's such an, a choice as an adult like we have so little free time and then they are choosing to spend their free time that way i want to i want to know who they are um and so um you know the idea that like collaboration makes us all better it makes us all better humans it makes the the art we make the work we do um it makes us all it, it, it exemplifies like what we what we are about as humans and so um no, obviously, that can happen as, as an arts on duo that can happen as a chamber group that can happen as, on the oratorio stage that can happen in a, on the opera stage. Um, But on the opera stage, there's so much like there's so much top down. Um, yeah. Compliance is the wrong word because it sounds harsh, but it's, it's required because it's such a complicated being that you kind of have to do your part exactly as prescribed in order for the whole to cohesive and to make mm-hmm. sense um there's a, a real consistency required in order to keep the, the train running whereas with art song um it's two people you've worked together a lot you can make choices in the moment that the other person will will go along with yeah. because there's only two of you and um you know that to me is really exciting and kind of you know it's that like we'll do it live let's see what happens let's see what the 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 Frost in the air or the you know, there's there's so many things around us that change how a performance can be vocally and pianistically and just the audience, the way the audience is responding will change how you take that pause in that part of the yeah. song. Um, either you'll do it faster because they seem restless or you'll just take the moment because they are all hanging on your every word and you can do that in an art song and you really can't do that as much in a larger production.
2: Oh, definitely.
1: I mean, that is that is absolutely right. Okay, so, on this idea of art song, tell us about your 40 at 40 project. How did it come about? Why did it come about? Uh, t- tell us about the genesis there.
0: So, in, uh, I had a child in 27, 16. Ah, how old is my baby? Uh, <laughs> listen, I, have, I, I literally said to my son last night, how old are you? um so she was born in 2016 and then um in 2017 there were these hurricanes that destroyed our island we were living on we we lived in the virgin islands for uh nine years after my husband returned from afghanistan so um getting back to the like singers as jet starters, like i told him as long as there's an airport we can live wherever he got this job in the virgin islands and so we went and i was just always on an airplane um but um the uh the 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 crux of it is that, like, you know, I had this child, then and that's hard and puts a lot of things on hold, or just even if you are still i was I didn't cancel any gigs, but i and I still worked, but I was just I felt like just barely hanging on, just trying to do the best I could for a while. And oh, then these sense. hurricanes, yes. yes, absolutely. It's, it's yet, totally the universal. yeah, it's the universal experience. And then these hurricanes happened and destroyed everything around us, and and we had my daughter and I had to go live with my parents in the states oh for a year because or seven months because we didn't have electricity in our house for six months, that was and crazy. like, <laughs> and and that and it was so traumatic. The whole experience was just traumatic on many levels. So yeah. then, so you got the baby, and then the hurricanes, and there was just these basically what I call them like three years of darkness, where I was just kind of like holding on for dear life, still working, but like not just just you know, making sure that nothing fell through the cracks, but that was the best I could do. And then some- <laughs> November- Shout out to everybody
1: for 2020, 2021, and 2022, <laughs> anyway, yes.
0: And yes, right? As I'm like, it's going on six real tough years right yeah, now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Cheers. <laughs> um, but I, in 20, November 2019, I was in New York for a Brooklyn Arts Society gig, and I was sitting in a cafe, and I was thinking about the recitals I had coming up in the next year, year and a half, and I. I, was like, I would love, you know, I've never, I've, come, I've premiered a lot of things and I love new music and I, and, and composers in large part, I didn't talk about this and networking, but my like composers in large part are the reason that I'm a singer today, because I met all of these wonderful composers at summer programs for art song and they championed me to the you know, art song presenting body community, they said, you know, this is the person you should hire. And they did. And that turned into more gigs. So in my it, it I feel like I have a lot to give back to the comp- composing community because of what I feel like they gave me a career, mm-hmm. uh, like a, a sustainable career. Yeah. And so, um, so I was like, who do I commission? Like, I, I can't choose one and so I had this list and I was—I remember like just writing down name after name after name and just thinking like how do I choose one I can't yeah. these people have meant mm-hmm. too much to me and I was like well maybe I'll commission like three cycles that's a lot I don't know is that I don't know and then I kind of the name the list of names kept getting longer and longer and I was like you know what what if I just ask them all like what if they I just say let's all like I want to one song two to five minutes any language I'll find ways to pre- perform everything. And actually my r- initial idea because this was 2019 I was tw- I was 38 and mm. I was like I will have like a blowout for my 40th birthday April 2nd 2021 and I'll have oh. I like rent out like you know Carnegie Hall stage or something like I'll do like a big blowout concert and just do all 40 songs for my 40th birthday. Gosh, yeah. we are and we are
1: almost <laughs> exactly the same age. Our birthdays are actually like <laughs> 9 days apart the same year. No, I-
0: Yes. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. So yeah, so I, I, but of course, like, i so biased. So that was November 2019. By January 2020, I had all my 40 guys locked in, all my 40 people. Yeah, that's amazing. And then the pandemic fell, and it was like any plan exactly. I'd ever had. What, what was that? The pen? Pand- oh, sorry. Just... <laughs> let me explain too, to you. Let me. Too soon. Yeah. Too soon. <laughs> too, soon. Always yeah. too soon.
1: Always too soon. Anyway, sorry. Yes.
0: But you know the benefit of like this was not at all part of the plan but i was stuck on an island in the caribbean could not leave and do my job none of us could but like i was like yeah. further steps removed um yeah. but suddenly like i had the same kind of access as everybody did i had a computer and a microphone and and we were all doing the same thing everywhere we were um and um the sustaining nature of the of the collaborations with these composers and poets you know it it kept me act mentally active but also emotionally active as an artist during the pandemic Hmm. in ways that like I could not if I had sat down in March 2020 and had this idea it would have I don't think it would have had the same kind of propulsion Um, but because it was like I had already begun it was like let's just keep going let's just keep doing it and we had a plan we're gonna scrap it we'll figure out what we'll just I'll we'll figure it out as we go along and it has Um, and and I've managed to like premiere um, most of not i think there's like six that are still uh needing to be premiered of the ones that i st- already have in hand i have like through deadlines out the window so there's several songs sure. that are still being written um i decided to uh um record the first 20 uh that's really all that can fit on a cd anyway right. and um that to, because to me the like best thing that can happen is that other singers sing these songs I want to make sure that these composers are being heard and that their music is being explored. And if I can introduce other singers to their work through the one song that they hear on the CD, that's best case scenario. And so um, getting a CD out, I'm finding more and more that it's very hard to convince someone to sing a song unless they have a recording of it. It just helps. Uh, You fall in love with it if you hear it and like it and want to do it yourself. So I was like, I feel like the best thing I can do for these composers is record these songs um, and then I t- I had worked previously with New Music Shelf. I'd curated a, a, an anthology of new music for soprano. Um, and I went to them again and said, hey, what if we publish an anthology of all these songs? So that's gonna come out hopefully this winter, um, the first anthology. Looking forward to buying um, that. And you know, it's, it's really all in service of this idea of making sure these songs don't die with me and making sure yeah. that like we're adding to the modern canon that um, these things last and they're important and they matter and these people who are doing it need to be supported so that they all have, you know, a a future in this business because they deserve to.
1: You know, I'm interested in the process, actually, of um, how did you choose the poetry or who chose the (laughs) poetry or you know because obviously you were talking about making your list of composers you know so i assume that then you and the composer were chatting about somehow probably about like you know what texts are we going to use or or talk to
0: us about that a little bit Sure. So every song has a different story. And that's actually one of the most beautiful things about like when I think about this project is like every song represents a collaboration. Sometimes it's a collaboration between me and a composer and Mm -hmm. a dead poet. A lot of times it's me and a composer and a poet and kind of how that all comes together. I have learned so much about commissioning through this just you know, i've done everything wrong so now i'm like i would love to help people do things what? right you know like <laughs> we've
1: done everything uh, wrong podcasting everything. so yeah. we can now tell you all the things about what to do wrong about running yeah. right sarah yep all of them we've done all of them
0: wrong. i mean it's like hard when you're like you know it's not part uh, yeah. it's part of the journey right exactly I tell but... you
1: most of the things to do wrong about
0: singing too <laughs> exactly right <Yeah. laughs> So, yeah, so each song has a different a different chemistry. Um th- I think the most interesting one to me or the most the one that sticks out the most is that, um when I announced the forty at forty project, I had just released uh, my first solo album confessions. Right, I remember that. And, and my, a composer reached out to me after hearing that CD and just said, I really liked this and, and would you listen through my things? And I get emails like that, like probably once a week on um, conservatively. And I love getting them because I want to know who's doing this and who cares about this enough to reach out to someone who doesn't, yeah. right? So I'm, I um, listened to her stuff and I was just blown away. I loved, her name's Juhi Bansal, and I just loved her voice. And um, that same week, uh, poet who lives in the Virgin Islands is a neighbor of mine. She reached out and said, oh my gosh, your project sounds so cool. I, you know, she had an office job in St. Thomas and she just felt like she wasn't making any art. And it was, you know, she would Mm. really like, again, this is during the pandemic. She was like, is there any way I can be involved? And I said, well, you know, there's kind of this, it's hard to get a composer, not necessarily hard, but they have to respond to your words. They can't just set them unless they feel like they have a musical response to them. So I have all these composers who still haven't picked a poem, like I can pass it by them. Um, But, you know, I'll let you know if someone responds to something, you know, she gave me a kind of a a digital folder of work. And that was about the same time I heard from Juhi Bansal. And um, I just said, hey Juhi, like, I, I kind of have forty people, but rules are made to be broken, and I would love to work with you. <laughs> and I, as happens, I also have this stack of poetry, poetry over here. Would you mind looking through it? Um, if something respond, if you respond to something, let me know. If not, we can start over. But like, just just gonna pass this by you. Yeah. And she fell in love with one of the poems, and um, and they have, and and this amazing song, the first track on the CD, uh, resulted. And they have collaborated again since then on like a choral piece, and oh, so like the wow. the idea that like these collaborations continue is like again best possible result. More art happening because of these little seeds that are being planted is just like best possible. Um, and
1: wow. um, yeah, <laughs> I, I really hope Vocal Fam. I really hope you. I think I hope that you picked up on what what was just talked about, which is. It was through the networking and through the connections of people that this this was made possible. Like, please, 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 please go out, meet people, go to their concerts, hear a concert, go to a poetry reading, go to an art show, hear a composer's works played by an orchestra or by a, a Dixieland band, I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. like, actually, go see a theater production. Yeah. Go, like, like, go, go to. Ah, gosh, I fear for our students who have lost the desire to go and engage with art.
0: Yes. And, and I actually, I will be harsh about this, which is. Please be harsh you, about you. It. I will, and I am. In when I, this is my soapbox: is if you are unwilling to consume other artists' art you have yeah. no business expecting them to consume yours. You oh, are unwilling <laughs> to be an active part of the artistic community. And that doesn't just mean opera. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> then you have no business expecting anyone else to do the yeah. same for you. So it's, it's, you need to be out there and you will be inspired. I guarantee it, even if you hate it, you will know why you hated it and you will want to do something else. But you have to get out there. That. Well. Golly.
2: I remember that was one of the first things actually like in undergrad that someone said to me is like, if you think people are gonna come to your recital, like go to their recitals. Like that was just the base, like those were the first things I was like, oh, that's a, you make an interesting point because there is certainly that like inclination, especially as a, I will self-profess as an introvert to be like, I just want to sit under my rock. And sometimes every, every once in a while I might come out and sing something, but like, no, go out here, enjoy, meet people.
0: Well, and we all know time is finite. So yeah. when someone comes to my concert, I take that very seriously. Yes. I, t- I keep track. I'm like, I will, you know, I'm going to find a way to thank them for that someday. Seriously. Because
2: I take it so seriously. Yes. And low key too. like, you know, talking about like financial things, like if somebody comes and sees something I'm in and I know they had to pay money, I'm like, oh, my gosh, yes. thank you. I did not like expect them. Like, thank you so much because I most of my friends are also like musicians, artists, students, and I know that like mm, time is finite and money is finite. Yeah. Money be real finite. Um,
1: mm-hmm. We yeah. don't need to name all of the composers because there are forty of them on this mm-hmm. disc. Um, well, there's but... twenty on
0: this disc, and then there'll be twenty or more right, because sorry. I don't know how to stop my. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: that's
0: my um, nice thing. Wood- you can yeah, just keep adding; it could but... become
2: fifty <laughs> <problem>. by fifty. <laughs>
1: But I do feel like we should give a shout out to to your collaborative artist, pianists. Uh, do we ah, want to give yes. a shout out to piano?
0: <laughs> the absolute my like the other half to my madness is Daniel Schlossberg, and he's been so much more than the pianist for this CD. You know, he he really um, helped me kind of bring everything to life. So this was again, I'm on an island in the Caribbean. He lives in Chicago. He's on faculty at Notre Dame University of Notre Dame. Uh, but he lives in Chicago. And my parents live in Chicago. And so um we that's kind of how we started working together about ten years ago, is he was near a place I went frequently. Um, and I I just said, Hey, like, what if we just start doing, you know, this is crazy way to do it. But if you make a piano recording of this, send it to me and I'll like layer my voice over in GarageBand. And then we'll kind of get a sense of where we need more space and blah, blah, blah. blah, 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 blah. We We literally did that. We prepared the CD via GarageBand from the Virgin Islands in Chicago. And then for the final month, which was summer 2021, which was still very much pandemic, like before the vaccines, I put my like four-year-old daughter on a plane and felt like the worst mother on the planet. And we flew to Chicago And we spent the whole summer there and Daniel and I worked in person finally for like about a month and then we fluted. New York, and recorded, even that was covered by c- 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 clouded by COVID because uh, we, while we were in the air, we got an email that we both been exposed to COVID, um. and we had to call the recording studio and say, "Hey, we just found out someone we've been hanging out with in this all week has COVID. Like, what mm-hmm. do we do?" And they, you know, we need to wait, go get a PCR test. Like, we'll we'll start recording tomorrow instead of today, and of course, you know, then we're recording 20 songs in four days instead of five days, and oh, five fine. days was already a marathon, so it was like you know we could do it was was very like you know grasping and holding on for dear life at every point in this project for because of COVID i mean and we all have those stories of like Mm. have persisting for you know within the last craziness um but um but daniel is 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 such a team player and and you know he's found a lot of the premiere opportunities for some of the songs Mm. he has um We've we've performed at his university. I've taken him along to other things. He's a he's really fun to travel with, which I think is actually a low key, really important thing to have in yes. a collaborator. Sure. <laughs> yes. um, but also, you know, he's just yeah, he's like a really excellent musician. He's a, he does um, solo piano uh, in his own you know career, and and so he's just he's just I couldn't have a better partner at my side for this crazy forty at forty journey.
1: You know, I just can't. Uh tell our young singer student young artist folks how important it is that they not just treat their pianist with respect but view them as equals and view them as probably the most important person in their life (laughs)
0: For real, like for yeah. real,
1: you know, like like this. <laughs> and that's
0: is... not just your like normal collaborators. That's the person you meet in the audition. Yeah. If you can't respect yeah. them enough to like look them in the eye, say hello, and hand them a folder that's not like falling apart in ninety different ways. Yeah, like you, you deserve to have a bad audition. <laughs> I'll never forget.
1: You know, you know, like being a you know out on you know and trying to be fancy and famous and young and whatever and always you know my opening arias were never that terrible but i always had tom rakewell in the in the book and i always I, just remember pianists then like if it ever got called which it rarely did but like just like like the pianist looking at me and like all right i'll meet you at the end meet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're trying, every time Thankfully, <laughs> at least those two at least those two main rakes progress arias for the two leads have kind of become now standard repertoire, but in auditions, but uh, they still a the bear. Like even okay. if you even
0: if you it's like the um, oh man the Schubert uh, it's like even oh, if you play it all yeah. the time and you play it well it's still doesn't it's mean still you're like, excited. How's it gonna go <laughs> <Yeah>. this time? <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Every time I've ever every time I've ever recited with one of the list Petrarch, I just look at my collaborator and I'm like. Fortunately, my colleague here, who I work with here often and we do our programs together, he's six foot six and has a wing, you know, a finger span the size of Rachmaninoff's.
0: (laughs) And so like
1: he was like, I can play this.
0: It's (laughs) nice.
2: It's
1: nice. Great. Uh, good to have those people in your life. seriously and seriously be good to them vocal fam because they are our lifeline and i don't know about your university where you are or your school where you are whatever but we are seeing fewer and fewer pianists come to school and we need them so please be good to them and love them and encourage them and this that and the other and yeah
0: i my my seven-year-old daughter's in piano lessons and let's be honest i'm just like waiting for the day when she can play for me (laughs) (laughs) well
2: sometimes it doesn't come we
0: we have the we have the my
1: almost 14 year old son has the problem that his uh musical he's a budding young musical theater singer and his Ear and his musical chops have gone way past his hands.
0: Yeah. And so like
1: <laughs> he can pick out chord progressions and sit down and all of a sudden just play hey. you chord progressions with extensions, but asking you to actually read something on the page, he can do it, but he's frustrated because his ear has gone so far past where his hands are. But I'm like, it would be a lovely correlating career if you could play for people who you're auditioning with and who you're singing Oh my gosh, with can and... you imagine?
0: Bank, the bank, just, that's the dream just, right there. Just saying. <laughs> Do your audition and then play for all the rest of them and you've paid just for your, your entire season's auditions.
1: <laughs> just saying. We keep trying to encourage him. It's like, ha, ah,
0: who uh, hoo. Uh, Okay, so the album is out. The albums out. Oh, I, have, I know this is a podcast, but I'm here for you guys, so not ah, <laughs> a,
2: beautiful,
1: a, a beautiful picture. Um, where can people hear the album?
0: Um, anywhere, find music is sold. So, all the streaming services, um, Spotify, you can buy it on Apple Amazon. Music yeah uh, what are the other ones? there's lots of them. Uh, Google, Google but yeah, Spotify is
2: definitely the one that comes yeah. to mind. yeah Spotify, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. but but if you want to buy it, uh, which we all obviously we encourage because yeah. that's the only way artists get paid. They're not going to pay from right. streaming. Um, then you can buy it on Amazon or you can buy it directly from the label at brightshinythings.com.
1: Great. And, and what is how can people learn more about you if, if they want to learn <laughs> more about you and your career and whatever?
0: Uh, well, my website is Um, but I'm also, you know, I'm really active on social media. Uh, I'm trying to do it to take a talk, but it's like it's hard to find time to make videos. Um, but I do. I am really active on most most social media platforms. And because I care, again, about people and like actually getting to know the other people who are in this business. So, um, you know, friend me and I'll probably accept it if we have enough <laughs> mutuals. Like mutual friends. Yeah. <laughs> I was say, and, you don't know, uh, like yeah.
2: five, and I'm like, okay, we probably have some sort of connection. Probably something, yeah. I
1: don't Not do the TikTok because like, I am a responsible he likes to wait adult. Two weeks. <laughs> I like to wait two weeks and see my reels what? on Instagram two weeks yeah. after everyone else.
2: Yep, I always have to wait. <laughs> like a responsible... be <laughs> like, ah, have you seen this? And I'm like, yeah, a few weeks ago. Like
1: literally
0: a month ago. <laughs> when it was
2: trending.
1: Like the responsible 42-year-old that I am. Um. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, no, time. this is this is fan. This is just all fantastic. Um, yeah. Please, Vocal Fam, go buy the album, buy the CD. Actually, help an artist. Yeah. Actually, get probably the residual of whatever it is—the dollar that they get for. It can't be that much, but please go buy the CD. <laughs> um, uh, go buy a CD. Actually, have a CD. That you never have to worry about if the streaming service crashes. Wouldn't that be amazing? You can actually. I, I s-
2: mean. I I have a feeling if you buy it online like you probably just get the, the MP3. Yes.
0: Probably. Well, you can no you can actually get a physical get CD physical either CD. from either from the label or from Amazon, but it is true that like you know I I'm embarrassed about this. I don't own a CD player anymore.
2: The only thing I have left that will play a CD is my 2013 Honda CRV. v <laughs>
0: uh, yes. That is the I, only I,
2: thing. I,
0: my car doesn't have it we, we moved yep. we li- recently moved from the virgin islands last month to racine wisconsin yeah and you can't move a car from the virgin islands so we had Not to buy really. a, a a newer used car and it doesn't have a cd player and i was like but that That's was the a- only way i could listen to cds I, say, I, was like, <laughs> I know that
2: in the near future i will have to probably kind of make that jump and just accept that that'll be it now granted when was the last time i listened to a physical cd it's
0: been a hot minute
2: it really has
0: yeah. yeah, but at the same time, like you know, this is until, and this is obviously what all the the um, writers' guild strike is. Everybody's yeah. striking right now is because like, yeah. how do we get paid in the age of streaming, right? And yes, and it's not that's it's a not a greed thing. It's literally a sustaining the art thing. Yes. You know, yes. it's it's like if we don't find ways to to pay artists, like the we aren't going to have artists. <laughs> mm-hmm. And let me tell you, a, a world without art that's not a place I want to
1: be. No, no. <laughs> um when will the publication be out of the songs do you have any um, idea? hopefully this
0: winter i know that you know so he, cool. the new music show has to like you know do all the magic that makes it beautiful so um, sure. they're working on that so hopefully well, we'll this winter look, but certainly by the end of 2024 we'll look you know.
1: forward to that for sure um so uh laura do you have any uh at, at our dual mission being a voice singing <laughs> pedagogy Ca- podcast, but also a nerd podcast. Uh, do you have any pop culture interests you could share with the vocal fam?
0: So um, I don't have a lot of pop culture cause I'm 42, but um, <laughs> um, let me think here, pop culture. Uh, or just anything you, you enjoy you mean anything. outside I mean, of singing. Yeah, no, well, so this is interesting. So you guys are catching me at this like big kind of shift in my life. Again, we moved a month ago from the island to scene. Yeah. Different, like we're gonna have to experience winter again, which I haven't <laughs> done in nine years. Um not not for like the whole winter. I've visited winter, Oof. but I haven't done winter. So yeah. um we're really in this like kind of tectonic shift in our lives. And I in St. Thomas, I had been an avid orchid gardener and I had like 85 different orchids and I was wow. like I really became like pro-level orchid gardener and That's I was amazing. really invested in it and it was beautiful. And when we moved to Saint- You cannot have an orchid garden in Saint in Racine, Wisconsin. So I sold no. all of my orchids. And I have like one in the windowsill here, but it's not the same as like how to really it was like a lifestyle have taking care sure. of all these orchids. Wow. So um like I have to decide what I'm gonna do now because the thing that I was like really good at and, and invested all of my like free time in is is gone. I can't get it back. So I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to have to like come up with like new hobbies and receive it's Wisconsin. Wild. Uh, and I'm, and I'm excited. It's a, it's a different chapter, but I'm excited for what's in store.
1: God bless yeah. y'all. I don't know that I could do winter in Wisconsin. I
0: know I
2: know for a fact I would freeze.
0: Uh, and pass away. My, yeah, my, I don't my know re- uh, the things I'm to do for family.
2: Well, we... Yeah. He's a family. He's a, he's a baby. <laughs> anyway,
1: <laughs> things we do for boys. I don't think we've had an orchid gardener on though before. Nope, that's new. Isn't that an? Isn't yeah. that a first?
2: Yeah, that's very. Co- I plants. Just, yes, plants. Yes, but orchids specifically. No, which are just very fascinating to me. I mean, you know. No, I, I had. I well, friend. I, was... I would. I, had a friend I was had addicted because like it's not,
0: there's no dirt involved. It's just, uh,
2: that's what I was going right.
0: to say. Right. I love right. it. <laughs> it's very clean gardening. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They're all just in the air. I had a friend who
1: at one point where I somewhere where I worked, who had a ton in her, in, in their office, they, mm-hmm. they cultivated That'd them be indoors. Cool. Um, uh, certainly. Was probably the only source of life in that office, um, <laughs> oh. but um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, the the orchid people are orchid people like they're real. That's, like, they're that's real. like a whole subculture.
0: There's an actual like mental illness. I can't remember the name of it. That's like basically translates to like orchid um, fanaticism. And because it huh. was like I said, it's an Ill- It's like a mental illness that you there's get a subculture huh.
1: of orchid people. I, I wasn't yeah. kidding. No, there. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a.
2: That's wild. They,
1: there's like there's yeah. like Star Trek people, and then there's like Orca. People. <laughs> oh,
2: it's and, true. And, yes, that's right. I'm sure there's a name for Star Trek. I mean, not be beyond trekkie I mean, like I'm sure there's a mental illness for that too. mental oh, i named
1: certain yeah. about that. Yeah. but <laughs> But you you know I mean you know whatever. So what do you have coming up this season? you have any? any oh my any... gosh, I'm so excited.
0: This is a great season. So, I have some recitals where I'm going to premiere some lovely, you know, 40 of 40 songs. Um, but I'm also um, learning uh, currently um, the Baquianas Brasileiras. Ah, fantastic. Uh, with the San Antonio Symphony and nice. um, Mahler's Four, which I've never done. Wow. Uh, with Knoxville Symphony. Um, both of those are in January. Um and just like you know, kind of doing all of the art song and an oratorio. I don't think I have any opera on my schedule this year, but I I'm really psyched about the stuff that That's I'm working Fantastic. On. Yeah,
1: I love Mahler four.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I've, so beautiful!
1: I've uh I've gotten to do dust Lead twice, and I would I would I, I would rather do it. A third and a fourth time than basically any symphonic work I think that I know, um, uh, because uh, man, doing Beethoven Nine is like a shot of adrenaline in the arm. But but I'm doing but, one of those
0: too. Yeah, but but doing
1: doing I don't know doing some of those Mahler works. Mahler Two, which of course there's no tenor soloist in, but I'm you know Mahler Two for the, the soprano and the, particularly for the mezzo is like oh. yeah, and yeah. Uh, and and but doing das Lied Oh man, it, it there's there's nothing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Trans- I love Mahler. I love his experience. songs. Well, and again, this call comes back into that idea that like song is kind of an underpinning of the industry, and we don't even realize it, right? Like Mahler was writing yeah. so many songs. You can experiment yeah. more with melody, and you can take more chances on a on a small form song yeah. than you can on a symphony, right? And so you're going to yeah. be able to like explore ideas and and develop them. In a much more kind of like holistic way as a as a as a composer, and so you know you've got you, the 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 world of of kind of opera and oratorio. We, we know all of the numbers that are performed, right? Like we know yeah. the titles of all the things yes, that get sure. performed over and over and over, right? But you couldn't even possibly. I don't even think. I mean, who who could sit down and just say like, here are all the songs that people could sing, no. right? Oh, like you can't. Lord. No, it's 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 endless, and I find that just so fascinating and just kind of running with a theme and just like, um, you know, okay, well, so interestingly, I'm, I'm going to be doing, uh, like a, I don't know, It's the Cincinnati Song Initiative. I think they're calling it the Fellowship of the Song. I think it's in, at the beginning of June or the end of May or beginning of May. I can't remember. I should know better. But um, I'm giving a lecture on creative programming. And so the challenge I've set I my, for myself is October 1st is my start date. I'm going to write a program every single week. And there can be some overlap but there can't be major overlap and and i want to challenge myself to like try to be as like wildly creative in my programming as possible so that i have like kind of reported reportage back for my lecture in may um but because but i I actually think it's going to be really not just easy because there is such a wealth of things to choose from but also i I think i'll be a better person and artist after having put myself through the the ringer of doing that on the other side I think I'll have a lot more um, kind of inspiration for the for the programming that I do so.
1: One of my favorite things particularly about graduate education is when we do get to do something programmatic with their you know graduate recitals and and whatever we just programmed my my second year tenors program we're gonna do visions of serenades and uh, it's it's all going to be different perspectives of serenades serenading to different things serenading to inanimate objects, serenading to people, serenading to country, serenading to blah, 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 that's
2: awesome, also very different genre,
1: um, and very different genres of singing, and, and, and all kinds of things, I encourage that, by the way, I'm not an art song artist. Artist. yes,
2: um,
1: so, it'll be a fun one, I'm excited it, it'll for it. be, I, 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 always adore programming that way, it's been, it's been a while since, I will confess, it's been a while since I've done a, a regular recital, because, in the years coming out of the pandemic, my pianist and I were doing a program where we were do I was doing a one person play where I was, I was playing Puccini and so we actually haven't done like a standard Just recital. actual recital in a hot minute. I was gonna do one yeah. this year and then we decided to do Carmen. And, sure. and things happen. And
2: it was just Carmen, and everything and, is Carmen. Right. Everything yes. is Carmen, yes. all comes back to Carmen. Correct. It's crazy <laughs> how that happens.
1: Um, but hopefully next, next year, cause I, I have a work that someone wrote for me, a song that someone wrote for me, like right before the pandemic that I haven't had a chance to perform yet, oh. that I need yeah. to mount for them, like, you know, cause they are getting older and I need to do it. Um, yeah. uh, but I, you know, things, th- and, and I, you know, it's one of those things where I also, I don't know. You know how like we've talked like like sometimes people always talk about like they're kind of like having that like uh, I don't know. I used to hear people talk about this. Maybe people don't talk about this anymore. But like y- y- you know, you used to hear people talk about like well, you know, then in my forties, I-, I I started seeing Vinta or whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm. A number of years ago, I had decided that Finzi's Young Man's Exhortation was going to be my mature Love cycle, it. and I haven't had a chance to do it yet. Love I've it. performed some of the movements on some things, but mm-hmm. but I need to I need to actually. Get that mounted, and I, 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 I think we. There's something so magical about that environment of just you know what can happen as you were talking about between an audience and just you and a pianist and.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, and think about this. Like something I try to encourage people who have kind of an entrepreneurial spirit in creating and and sustaining music programs mm-hmm. in their community is like if you put on operas, you're options are limited you're 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 if you're a small group cheap opera doesn't always look great right but cheap art song if you run with the creative programming you can tell massive stories big stories important stories you can make people feel things
2: Mm -hmm. and you
0: don't need to spend a lot of money And like you can get people hooked to classical vocal singing without them being like, wow, I wish everyone wasn't wearing a sheet wrapped around them. You know, you do you can get hung up on the lack of of, you know, sets and costumes and orchestra. Or you can just like tell great stories through art song and 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 really just get people on your side. And like you don't have to It just takes so much less money to be out there with, um, cr- creatively programming, and you can put whole casts of people together too. It you don't have to be the only person doing it. Like you can put yes. seven people on a stage singing art song. So I'm just encouraging people to think outside the opera box. I love opera. I Me always want to do opera, but think outside the opera box because I think you can. You're kind of like cutting yourself off of, of, uh, off at the knees if you think that the only thing you should be doing is opera. Um, you know, find a character and explore them through art song. Find an opera character and explore them through art song, and I bet you can. Yeah. <laughs> Certain and you can. uh Absolutely. you know, I think I don't know. So that's 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 my other soapbox. Go to concerts and I love it. Put on cheap art songs. I love it. I think, I,
1: think, I think that's a great spot to end. We're gonna run out of time here. Um, a couple of shout outs uh, First Sarah What did you have for breakfast Before I forget
2: Oh this was just A muffin morning Muffin. only had one breakfast Chocolate
1: to... chips Or no
2: No it was lemon poppy seed
1: Lemon poppy <laughs> seed Okay very good <laughs> uh, Vocal amazing. fam If you are not If you are Remotely interested In Star Wars And you are not Watching oh Ahsoka gosh. What are you doing With your so life So
2: good What are
1: you doing With <laughs> your time And life
2: This week's episode Oh my me. gosh It got me It got me big time What
1: are you doing I don't yeah. understand yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> no. Um, it, it, wow.
2: No, it's been great. It's wow. been great, and I, I think I've I've seen a lot of just. We should just let Dave Filoni just do d- Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yes. Dave
1: Filoni's walking just around with a Star Wars back that says "I am Star Wars." <laughs> I am Star Wars, is, and I think uh, that would be Star fine. That's, <laughs> yeah. it, it would be fine if we yeah. if we just gave Favreau and Filoni the keys to the yeah. kingdom, just fired Kathy Kennedy, and moved go- on with life. Yes, it would be fine. It would. Yes. <laughs> it would uh anyway uh but we Star also may never not. have we also may never have new content ever again and so uh ah. it's entirely possible that uh, con- the age of content is over and we never have content ever again um okay. because i'm not so sure One that these studios are ever going to negotiate that's kind of where i'm at um we're
0: living in the capitalism
1: <laughs> We're making art in a capitalism folks. Yep. <laughs> yep. Anyway, vocal fam, not to end on a sour note. There.
2: Uh, what? <laughs> what? Uh,
1: but uh, anyway, we hope you're well. Hope yeah. your year is going well. We will be back next week with Theodora Nestorova yeah. to talk about some interdisciplinary facets of voice teaching and pedagogy and singing and blah 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 blah, and science and all these all the things all the, things. All the stuff. Um, and who knows? After that, we have one other episode have the week, a weekend after that uh, as well coming up that we have lined up and after and that I don't know I think, I think, I think uh, things get wibbly wobbly and Sarah may have a baby and <laughs> we'll
2: see what happens we'll see what happens, <laughs> we'll
1: see what in, what up, happens. in October and November uh, who knows we...
2: we better not be a what happens in November mm, no <laughs> mm. it's gonna be a what happens in October let's let's not get crazy here
1: right all, all right vocal fam that's it for us thank- Laura thank you so much for joining
0: yes. us yes super fun
1: <laughs> all right we're out peace
0: no.